Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Got them boys from Flock of Pigs in the house. What up? Hey there. Hey. How's it going? It's going, it's going just swell. So just so people know uh, who we have in here, why don't you guys introduce yourselves real quick? Uh, sure. Uh, this is Patrick, Patrick Richardson. Play the play bass and flock of pigs. Gave his whole government name. That's brave. Uh-huh. All right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm Wyatt. Um, play keys and clarinet and right flock on, of man. pigs. Right on. Oh, real quick, guys. As always, we give a shout out to Mint Apparel here at the top of the hour. Uh, Mint Apparel has what you need if you're looking for a local shop to do screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl. They can even take care of your branding and logo design needs. Check them out at mintapparel.com. That's M-E-N-T apparel.com. Or on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also request a quote by emailing them directly at info at mentapparel.com. Shout out to Mentapparel. God bless you guys. Did our Cartoon Network tease. Um, I still have not been hit with a cease and desist for that. Wow. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> just the whole thing, you know, the whole time, just the Owen Wilson. God. Wow. People just end. <laughs> and you just seem like my drop-off rates so are just... <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very sorry about that well I'm i uh sorry. yeah i'm glad you guys man really appreciate you guys coming to take the time and like uh, hang out with me and talk and everything but i uh i knew i did, needed to have you guys on because you kept coming up like i would talk to people um one thing that i like to highlight is like and i hate saying like local bands but oklahoma based bands because you guys go all over the place to play so uh, you guys kept coming up when I was talking about bands that people were like into. They're like, you know, based here in Oklahoma. So I was like, man, like I need to have these guys on. So much appreciate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like how did you guys kind of come together? You said you guys met at OU. Like just talk, talk about that. Like how did you guys first like meet and decide to kind of pursue this? Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah. like four of us like went, <laughs> uh, there are four of us like went, went to high school together and have like sort of been, like variously like musically involved with each other over the years. Um, but I don't know about our, about our sophomore or junior year or junior year of college at OU. Yeah. Um, Ben and Joe are guitar, our guitar players slash like composer, arranger type person and vocalist just started getting together, kicking some songs around. Yeah. It was mostly just like, it was mostly just like hanging out and then Ben would be like playing something, playing a riff on the guitar he'd be beatboxing and then Joe would just like throw down some like raps on it and it was just like us and all of our friends hanging out so it just felt kind of like I don't know it was just us hanging out starting out like mm-hmm. right and then like yeah. they started doing they started doing that at parties and started to be kind of get a little bit of, repu- yeah. of, a, of a reputation for that and then just started just kind of more and more of us started jumping in j- jumping in on that kind of stuff until we were just like playing house parties as like a yeah. six person band. It's kind That's of cool. cool. Man. It's like, like super to, organic to sounds like. Yeah. 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 It's like it, it really like happened like very organically. Cause I feel like we were, we were known just by, from all these parties, people would just see us at these houses or see Ben and Joe, I guess. Cause it started out just them like at these parties and then it kind of built up to the very first show. And then all these people already knew about it, like going into the very first show we had, which is Norm music festival, 2016. Holy shit. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but it's been it, it's been very much a kind of like hit the ground running like like beat the pavement type of thing. Like uh, I think our first year together we played like fifty shows, and God so just damn. like like show a week, damn near. Yeah, yeah. And we played um, like we played like multiple shows a night a, ni- a night. Like sometimes we'd like play like one house. Yeah, we'd party. like play a club or a bar and then show oh, up at right a, on, and like jump at a house party like at one in the gigs. morning. That's and crazy. Play again. Well, and I mean, so, it's just like, like that nature of it, like being in it, like. That shit's just like your life. Yeah. So I mean, I get it. Like you guys are just, you know, barely coming together. And when it's like early on like that, the shit's like really firing and like super organic. So you're like really love like you're not bitching about doing two shows and like you're like super stoked that you get to like play these songs with like your yeah. friends. And yeah. like yeah, like it is. That was like we're we're all like really, really close friends before the band was like we were all like best friends before the band. So it's like now we're just like in a band, but we're also like still just like right on the best yeah. of friends. <laughs> no, that's cool, dude. Like it's cool. And it's like that kind of just natural thing of like, you know, we're always just kind of like 
together anyway. And then, you know, we have this, we all have kind of this like creative outlet that we can collaborate on. Mm -hmm. So that's very cool. Um, why don't you guys talk about like, I know you kind of have like, I don't know, like your job in the band, but yeah. like, uh, talk about like your background in music. Like how did you guys first get in like maybe your individual instrument or like, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think all of us, I think all of us were like classically, classically trained. trained. Yeah. Class- yeah. Right classically on. trained to start off with. Um, um, I started playing like double bass in orchestras when I was like 11, like 11, 12 years old. And then I started like, <clears throat> and I like playing like bass guitar and like playing more stuff on my own. Like as I, as I, as I got into high school, I, like my older brother was like, uh, like about four years older than me. And like, he was super into music and had a bunch of musical friends. And I started just like sitting in with them, like learning how to like play, 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 play live like that. Right on. Yeah. That's really cool. It's like at that age, kind of, it's like, um, you're kind of like a product of whatever is around you type mm-hmm. of thing, especially yeah. if you have a brother. Cause like, that's how I got into a lot of the shit that I'm into is cause like, you know, I have two older brothers. So like, I just naturally gravitated to what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, that's like kind of how you get your start. But then you kind of go off and like make your own taste and like find your own preferences and stuff. But yeah, like that's super like, like common way. I've heard a lot of people say that like, you know, I had a brother or a sister or like my dad or something that really influenced me. So that's really cool, man. Yeah. And Wyatt was like I a, what about you, Wyatt? Yeah, Wyatt was like a badass clarinet player. Oh shit. Yeah. So like I, I started out with piano when I was, my, so my mom was like, you have to take piano lessons. You have to take them. You can't get out of them. So I hated them at first. I was like seven when I started, seven or seven or eight. And she's like, you have to take these. So I started taking piano lessons. My piano teacher was an old, um, older lady. She played like hymns at a church. So I, so I just continued to learn from her. Um, classically trained. I was, pl- and then by the time I was thirteen, I I was supposed to take over her place in the church. So I was playing hymns for her like in her place probably by the time I was 13 um at kind of like concurrently at the same time you know, you're going you're going into middle school so I had to pick I, I wanted to be in band so I picked an instrument and I was like I want to play sax so I started with that didn't turn out very well it was terrible so they moved me to clarinet and then I was really really bad um, I mean, like always, <laughs> always, always last chair. God. I mean, like I was so bad. And then like eighth grade, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden I just like started playing good for some. He just went pl- plus ultra. Bro. I don't, plus ultra. Uh, <laughs> plus ultra. Yes. Yes. Totally went plus ultra on that and got my quirk. Yeah. Just stun all these bitches. Yes. Quirk. Um, <laughs> I was, I inherited the clarinet playing from the. Great clarinet, all yeah. might. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then like freshman year of high school started, and like I'm still taking piano lessons concurrently while I started in high school. But um, I don't know, just something clicked. I started taking lessons with my band director, and then like made like small school state band, and then you know, kind of at the same time, I I got a profession like a professional professor at like a the university kind of close than a city close to where I was from. And then I ended up getting into the OMEA all state band. The last two years I was in high school. Goddamn. Um, so yeah. And I was like excelling so much faster at clarinet than piano. It was so sad because like I got to a level and stagnated. Oh, uh, right it was, on. Like, yeah. So much easier. Cause like when you're playing a wood instrument, wind instrument, you're just like doing one thing versus like piano is like, yeah. So many different I mean, they're both tactile, like, but it's just, it's different. So I feel you. Yeah. Definitely classically trained and my, my keyboard skills definitely came from playing hymns in a church. Yeah. That's dope, dude. That's funny to hear like the, well, not funny, just like interesting to hear that like, you were the, you're the relief for the old lady. Yeah. She's like, like that probably me. had to trip people out that they're like, who the fuck is this little kid playing? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it was great though. That's I awesome, dude. Yeah. But. Yeah. We need to give you a hymn solo sometime. Dude, I know. I like, <laughs> um, Someday but, when y'all play a show on a Sunday or something, just like I had have him stun on. really had no yeah. experience playing in a band, like a, a rock or alternative right. band. Yeah. So this is like my first time, or this was my first time ever trying to meld into that. So it's been a, it's been a very interesting time. It's been very, very awesome. But No, that's tight, dude. That's very, very cool. cool. Yeah. Well, it yeah. just like seems like, you know, you would all bring, and, and it, it's kind of like, 
you know, indicative of you guys' sound and like kind of your, I guess not genre, but like the type of music that you put out is that it shows like it's like from all over the place. Mm-hmm. It really is. Because yeah. you're like the guy, yeah, Ben was playing the guitar and beatboxing and this guy rapping and then you're like, well, I played him. So I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's just out of left field. Dude. Uh-huh. That's cool, man. That, yeah. like, that's like the cool thing about it and it's like that interesting thing about like the shift in music, especially like, I really feel like it was, it started around like when I was like in middle school, so like around 2000 three to five ish like those years you really started seeing bands like kind of breaking out like and really like integrating different styles and like it wasn't like you could really put people in the box anymore that was when that really became prevalent i feel like mm-hmm. yeah bands like the gorillas coming out doing crazy shit like that um very much like a through line of like rock and like alternative but you still have like that rap element mm-hmm. and so i mean it's just interesting to see and like you guys seem like definitely like a product of that, like kind of have like that influence, but like that's just like the, the through line of it is like you guys putting out like something cohesive as like a, a unit. So that's, that's yeah. cool, man. Like that's yeah. really cool. And we like to have lots of, uh, lots of tools in the toolbox. It makes it always, yeah. Yeah. We can, we it's can dope. always like, yeah, we can, we can su- surprise ourselves sometimes, but always like, <laughs> yeah, keep the, yeah, keep the, keep the audience guessing, keep the excitement. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Definitely. So it was cool to see, like, sometimes, like, you know, the, the through line of this show is definitely has always been anime. Um, anime. But it's like, I know, like, not everybody likes it, though. So it's like kind of funny, like, it became a thing where I would, like, not have people on because they didn't like it necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ooh. But it's just always a crapshoot. So I was, like, super <laughs> stoked to, like, um, hear that at least a couple of you guys are, like, into it. So I don't know, like, if ever if the whole band's into it or Flock what. Flock Figs is an anime stand band, so... <laughs> No. Mostly, uh, I think. Probably. Yeah. He said, no. <laughs> I swear. Well, I don't know. Like, All right. animation, like, animation, like, Flock of Pigs as is, like, very much like an animation band. Right. As far as, like, it, like anime, like, anime specifically goes, like, Wyatt's definitely, Wyatt's definitely our number one anime guy. Um, well, there you go. We got him in, here in yeah. the flesh. Here I am. Yeah. I'm probably number two. <laughs> to deserve. What? I'm probably number two captain of the of the flock of pigs anime anime, <laughs> anime team. Just, yeah, co-captains. Here we are. That's funny. Yeah, no, but like the rest of the band just like watches like endless amounts of King of the Hill. Oh right, and, that yeah. type of shit. Yeah, Dude, I got King you. of the Hill is. I mean, it's an great. Anime. I mean, it's tech. It's, <laughs> it's American anime. It's te- it's yeah. Texas anime. A hundred percent. Texame. No, okay. I'm sorry. Tex anime. Mm-hmm. Um, that is funny. Like the whole. Uh, I saw a bunch of people doing like fan art that was like uh, Hank Hill is like Goku and mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, what the fuck are people doing? Like, <laughs> people are so interesting. Man. Talking about there was that, there was that <laughs> dang old. There's that one. There's that one picture of like Bobby Hill, and it was like urged Fox to buy or urged Disney to buy Fox so they can put Bobby Hill in Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> oh my god, it was the best thing ever. That would be beautiful. Kingdom Hurts. More like Kingdom Farts, am I right? Uh, now, but, uh, so one show, I mean, we've already kind of referenced it earlier, but fucking My Hero Academia, dude. Yes, that is my dude, shit. I fucking love that show. Are you Just both, like, super into, into that or what? I'm into it. No, I, you're not. No, um, uh, uh, it's more why it's. I recently yeah. just, like, watched all of it. What was, like, uh, I mean, did you just, like, people just telling you about it or did you just like find it organically I'm or what behind the I'm, I'm like so far behind <laughs> the game man like i've been hearing about it for you know like at least two years and i've just right. been like so my ass has just been so stuck up attack on titan because oh, i like right. i like, so like i read that every month oh you're the manga so mm-hmm. i'm reading it every month so i've just been like oh once i can like, all the way caught up damn once they once i can get this finished i can move on but i finally mm-hmm. just was like i'm done waiting because it's they release it once a month yeah. so it's like too we know much. what's in the basement freaking blue ball in the man it's in the basement yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um but no fuck my hero academia, academia is so good yeah i mean i love it um what was like what was something that kind of made that show stick out to you that like was something that you latched onto? You know, like, the first part of it, I was like, okay, this is, like, going to be, you know, typical shonen. But right. there's just so many characters. And, like, all of them, like, the way that the way that the, the way that the author characterizes them just, like, is so, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's like if Naruto was good. 
<laughs> hey, I fuck with that. I hey. co-sign that. Naruto yeah. is not good. <laughs> so, like, it's, I don't know. It's, like, I really also, like, the whole, like, I thought I, it took such an interesting turn because I didn't expect him to actually get, like, a power or whatever. Right. I thought it was going to be, like, him, like, just, like, getting in by his own sheer will and stuff. But I, I liked the turn it took, and I definitely like the, I don't know, the way that, I just love the characterization. There's so many characters. Yeah. And, like, all of them can have, like, such a different flavor. It is true, and, like, yeah. Totoroki There's a lot of stuff. and, like... Dude, Todoroki's my guy. Dude, he is the shit. My guy. Oh, my God. So good. Um, and, that like, the whole... <laughs> his whole backstory, like, during Patrick's that... like, fucking During weeps. that um, <laughs> tournament, like, hey, where it's, like, back and forth between him and his dad. And his, right. Oh, my God. I was like, holy shit, this is so fucking cool. I know. Like, they really <laughs> built a character out. I mean, it's pretty meta, too, because it's, like... Yeah. It knows that it's doing some like tropey shit, yeah. and so but it's, but it's funny it's, and, it, and it's done well. Yeah, it's doing it so well, and it's like I don't know, it's like the most popular anime right now, like by far. But it's like justified because it's v good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, we did a uh, so we've done like we did one roundtable episode. Uh, so we like did an episode all about my hero, mm-hmm. and then we did one. We all a bunch of us went to the when they the movie came out. Uh-huh. Uh, we all went and watched that Harkins, and then we oh. did an episode on that. So, so that's good. that's in the uh, that's in the can. It's still to come. Oh mm. man, uh, I haven't released letting, that one yet though. Letting them peek behind the curtain. I know. I'm saying well, how the sausage is made. Yeah. Oh, so but good. yeah, man, like it's uh, it is so fucking good. But I was c- kind of like the same as you. Like that was kind of my approach. Is like all my friends were telling me about it. And I was just like, all right, yeah, like whatever. I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and now like season four is coming out this year, and I'm like, so <laughs> I was up. I, I was like getting groceries at Walmart and I, I walked past all the posters and I see there's a My Hero Academia poster and I'm like, I'm not going to get this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm totally going to get this. It was $4. Huh. I got it. My friend got me, uh, I have one little cool piece of swag, but it, I wish I had it, but I'm scared I'm going to break it off because like I broke off a couple of my buttons on my backpack, but he got me an eraser head pin. Oh. I have to show you, I have a picture of it, but Ooh. it's so fucking cool. lit. But yeah, um, I mean, so as far as like um, other shows, like Patrick, I talked to you a little bit earlier about how um, I had just talked to Don about uh, being into Samurai Champloo. Yeah. So I was going to ask you kind of like, you know, the same thing I'd ask Wyatt. Like, Mm -hmm. how did you kind of get into that? Like, what kind of made that show stick out to you? Uh I don't know. I'm probably like... uh there's like the mix of like uh, the mix of like samurai and hip hop culture. Right. It's like so like cool. real cool, like so real cool. like yeah uh, yeah. Art. Uh, uh, I'm like not surprised at all that Don uh, that 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 Don uh, uh, that Don really likes that show. Right. Um, I don't know. I also just like really like identified with the character of Gene 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 a lot. Like the very like a. Uh, like the cool, like calm, like perfectionist, like badass type of person. Right, like, like that very methodical, like a, yeah. analytical. Thing. Yes, yeah. Like I, um, I like admired and appreciated his character, uh, his 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 like a uh, character and like the way he does right. the way he does things a lot. Yeah, just like a I don't know. It's a very good like mood type of show. Well, it is, and it's like they do a good a good way of like the duality of it. Like mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. you have the one character that's very much like blase about life like almost like a spike spiegel type character and yeah you have like a very analytical i mean it's kind of tropey because like that's like a thing like the odd pairing you yeah know? but at the same time yeah, it's done Mugen's so well like, and, like full-on like rage yeah. all the time like like uncontrolled power yeah so we talked to and i'd mentioned that to don too there's like that really felt like one two um that was just like a, a well-paced show like it didn't they didn't overdo that show mm-hmm. It's two seasons. They did twenty six yeah. episodes. Like this shit's on point. Yeah, and I mean, you don't want to get to like fucking One Piece territory. We're doing like ten million episodes. Mm-hmm. So like shows like that, I feel like kind of endear themselves to you because like it's just self contained. and You don't feel like there's nothing extra. It's mm-hmm. like it's trimmed the fat. Mm-hmm. And so like that's why I've talked to people about like my personal favorite shows, Outlaw Star, mm-hmm. and it's just one. Here's the story. This is mm-hmm. the story. We're not gonna like bullshit and like try to do spinoffs or anything like that, which I think they try to do kind of something that was marginally a spinoff with that one. But I don't know. It's something about shows like that that really stick out to me. So I don't know if that yeah. was something that you were kind of latched onto that was just like perfectly paced. No, I mean, I hadn't kind of noticed that, but I mean, that does like, that does like make a lot of sense. I mean, like as a show that like, it like knows what story it's telling and like, 
um, I guess willing to like um, kind of like make sacrifices, to like make like bring 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 it to a point in the most effective way. Yeah, it's like real. You think everything's really like intentional, you know? It's not mm-hmm. like we're spending like ten episodes training on oh, the yeah. way to Namek. No, like oh, fucking man. Dragon Ball Z. Jesus. <laughs> no, you're. But I mean, they've addressed that shit with like Kai, like cutting yeah. all like a lot of that fat mm-hmm. out. So can't bitch about it too much. But no, you get it. It is my show, out. so I can do whatever I want. So yeah, you get a travel. <laughs> um, you get a traveling. <laughs> you get a traveling. Ec- you get a, tra- you get a, a traveling epi- episode with an interesting anecdote, and then yeah, and then the sword hot springs episode. Then like, the sword, then the swords come out again. There's kind of that tropey stuff yeah. too, because like I mean, I just talked to you about Lost Star being my favorite show, but there's still like the fan service episode. Like they go to a, a planet that's Hot Springs planet. It's like okay, come on now. All right, we'll see some titties. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> I'm not yeah. against it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so another show that comes out is Full Metal Alchemist. Um, I don't know if you guys are like super into that or like what was kind of like the like the come to Jesus one with that that you would tell people like why they should check that show out. Um, I feel like if if you haven't like watched like some people like are like what are what are animes that like you need to watch like if you haven't ever like how like, like a must see how would you get into anime oh like a good like, gateway like a good like way to get into it I right. would say like that's like a like you have like you have to do like you have to watch. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. You have to watch Death Note. You like those are just some, like those are just like the live action Death Note. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I mean, I, had to, I let that one breathe a little longer than uh, I wanted to. He was like, uh. <laughs> I mean, okay, I watched. I'm I watched it. It was weird. They made Ryuk like the bad guy. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was so. I weird. like to see shit getting like to a wider audience. A wider white. Oh, he picked up <laughs> a on a wider it. audience. Great. <laughs> Yeah. A more white audience. Oh man! No, I mean that is like kind of the thing with those uh, live action anim- and ad- adaptations. Um, is like it's kind of cool because people that are just for whatever reason don't want to look watch anything that's animated can get into it. But then it's like, eh. like if you are a fan of it and you watch it and it doesn't do exactly what you think it should, then you're mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, right. But anyway, uh, not to get too much on a tangent about that, but Full Metal Alchemist was that one that you found too, like. Was that like a, I think it was on a block of Toonami. I don't know if that was the way you found it or what. Yeah, it was on like Adult Swim when I was growing up. So that's how I ended up seeing it for the first time. Of course, I think I saw the original anime version. So there's like Fullmetal Alchemist and there's Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Right. So I think I've seen both of them, um, but I'm pretty sure I, I was growing up watching just the original. The 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 regular joint. Anime one. So the endings are pretty different, but I, I definitely, I don't know, just like this, it was just so like, I don't know, just kind of like the fact that his brother like lost his body that like stuck with me. Like the that whole, is such an interesting, the like, whole time I was like, fuck man. Well, it's just like the whole thing of like, you know, cause and effect. Like there's mm-hmm. a, there's going to be repercussions for your actions type mm-hmm. of thing. And that show is so much about like everything will have an equal right. reaction. So right. Like, I also thought the whole like idea of alchemy over chemistry was kind of cool as in my like adolescent brain. Right. It was like so. I was like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> um, this is awesome. Yeah, that was that was totally me. Um, <laughs> I'm still totally like that. This is totally awesome. Um, here I am. 10 years later. Okay, yeah, anyway. It's one of the things we love about Wyatt. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it, it just kind of like, I don't know, it makes you just like, I don't know, those like, those kind of like factors like that, like his body being taken from him. Right. And then like the beginning of Attack on Titan where the mom is just like devoured in front of him. Like You're that like, kind shit. of shit just like it sticks out to you. It hits yeah. me real hard and I'm like, ah. so like that metal shit. <laughs> well no i mean it definitely like i see that through line of like that being a show um because there are always like we talk about those shows often mm-hmm. whenever i have people on it's like gateway shows is what we like to call them but it's like yeah what's a good show for, for like for someone that's maybe never watched anime that they could check out and like easily like that just one. get through it uh full metal comes up a lot cowboy bebop comes up a lot yep. mm-hmm. uh, dragon ball z just because it's like meh mm-hmm. comes up a lot but yeah, Full Metal is definitely like in that like echelon of like something that people could check out and like get into. 
Yeah. And it's and the it's thing about like, anime is that there's something for everyone. So yeah. like you could be super into something like that, like like how you're saying you like you were in like into the alchemy and that type of thing. Yeah, but that was kinda cool. If you're into like cowboy type shit, you could watch like Trigun or yeah, if you're into um so good. You know, if you're into more like uh religious based type stuff or like uh historical based type stuff, the Fate Stay series, that's pretty good. Um uh, that's just a fresh on the brain because I watched uh Unlimited Blade Works recently, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you guys are into that series at all, but that's super it. weeb shit. It started as like a visual novel mm-hmm. and then it got an adaptation. So I ex- that's like some closet shit that I don't talk to people about. All right. We're gonna, we'll, <laughs> we, won't, we, won't, we don't have to all talk right. about it. That's like all some right. weeb territory. Um, <laughs> I just watched um, Mob Psycho. Oh, shit. I've been wanting to get into Dude, that. Dude, okay. You like it? It's fucking awesome. Like, it's so cool. I just like, so like I said, I was sick this week and I right. didn't, I didn't, so I, so oh, I was right. like, you said you're like, watch, like anime. so I just watched the full, like, <coughs> first season and all the way up to the second season that's being, been released. What was I, it on? What'd you watch it on? I, I have VRV. Oh, Verve? It's on Verve? Yeah. Or is it VRV? Yeah. I don't know. I just call it VRV. Okay. Is it Verve? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Is it Verve? Dude, I don't know. I've never heard anyone either. say it. <laughs> Okay, I'm yeah. scared. Like, I've yeah. never... Well, 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 we can say it both ways. I'm nervous! Whoever listens to this will, like, <laughs> think that... I fucking nerds don't even know yeah. how to say it. Just, like, they're talk, fucking talking about anime. They don't even know how to say Verve. VRB. Did you watch the... Uh, was it the sub or the dub? Did you watch? Sub, for sure. Nice. But... Yeah. It's... Yeah, we're gonna... Yeah. Flock of Pigs is a subs band. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tra- we're, we're very traditional. Yeah, very we're, nice. gonna, we're gonna assert that. We just did that episode. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you guys saw it. We did a sub versus dub. Yeah. So, what'd you guys, what'd y'all conclude? Well, it was just like, I, I was like trying to find people because, right. like, whenever I like uh, put together episodes like that, mm-hmm. so like I'll do this with you guys too. So, like, I know that you, you know, kind of have the shows, like, I feel for the shows that you guys are into. So, like, when I do like a, if we do like a full metal show, like, I'll know who to reach out to and stuff like that. If we do a Samurai Shampoo episode, but like, so I always keep people like on the back burner for like when I want to do specific episodes, I'm like, Oh, like this person would be good for that. So I had a friend that will literally like I've programmed movies up here and we've watched them dubbed and he mm-hmm. won't come watch them. He's like, I only watch the sub. I'm like, bro, come support what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's just funny. It's like his preference. So like when I was going to do that episode, I was like, Oh, I got to have him on to do the sub thing. And then I have a friend that's, uh, uh, working to become like a voice actor. Mm-hmm. So he's like super into the dubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is going to be perfect. It's going to be like the bloods and the crips. Like I thought they were going to be like at each other's necks, mm-hmm. but they really weren't, man. They were actually like really like chill about it. And I had another guy that was kind of like a, uh, he watched like both. So he was like the middle of the road guy. Yeah. Um, so I was more like kind of directing the episode type of thing, but man, yeah, it was really like a, it was really like a thing of like, um, you know, personal preference. Yeah. Uh, depending on what the show is itself, yeah. like, and it was something that really rang true because like I do, like I'm not someone that's like, I'm only going to watch this dubbed. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like to hear what people like whenever yeah. I ask you, did you watch a sub or dub? I just like to hear how people watch things. Well, but like uh, the yeah, thing of yeah. like watching like specific things a, a certain way. So like if it's like something that's super action, like yeah. I don't want to miss stuff. Like I don't want to yeah, have to read. Cause you're going to be reading. So it. for that, like I could kind of see it, but like one of the movies that I referenced when we were talking about in like in that episode was your name. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of my favorite movies, uh, came out a couple years ago, but huge. Uh, but it's like, it's more of like a, like character driven story, like romance type thing. Mm-hmm. And for that one, it's like, I prefer the, uh, the sub. And so, um, that was kind of the thing. It was like, you know, what are you watching and what's like the most conducive way f- for you to like keep the, keep the story and like be able to stay up to date with it and like mm-hmm. know yeah. what's going on without having like, Oh shit. Like I want to yeah. watch the Ashton one. I want to read. Yeah. Like, so yeah, like, I totally anything, get that, but like, yeah, there's not anything, there's yeah. not anything like wrong. There's not anything wrong with Debs or anything. Yeah. Like. So that's what it was like. I did kind of try to like <laughs> pit those guys against each other, but in the end it was really just like, this is what it is. Like it depends yeah. on what you're watching. It's personal preference. Mm-hmm. It's uh, some yeah. shows like, like lose some of their cultural like references because like some stuff we just don't have. Mm-hmm. Like, like some stuff doesn't translate culturally here from right. Japan. So stuff like that too. Like Dragon Ball Z. Like I'm gonna watch the the dub. Yeah. Because like I watched the dub as a kid 
Full Metal Alchemist. I'll watch the dub to that because I remember watching that. As right. A, as a Some kid. of it's like the nostalgia so thing. Like, so, so that like, came up too. Yeah. So that's the thing yeah. that I would watch the dub. Yeah. Like, but like something new, like. Yeah, I, I think there's just like a there's like a smaller like margin for error like when you're doing dubs. Because like if you're doing subs, like if you're doing subs, like like you can just put the script down and like rely on like your original voice actors to kind of like carry it through. But like the dubs, like unless you're like unless you're like trying hard, unless you're like trying real hard to like get it right, right, it can be a little disappointing. Sure. Well, one that one movie that you guys had referenced that you're uh, fans of is Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's one yes. like the Ghibli stuff. Mm-hmm. They do great dubs. Mm-hmm. I thought. Yes. Yes. And so like even if you look at like um, I gotta pull it out right now just to I read love that like book the cast. Too. Um, have you read the book, Howl's Moving Castle? I haven't. So before I even knew there was a movie for it, I like loved that author. Her name is Diana Wayne Jones, and I read it. She's like a, a children's book author or a young adult author. I read, like, the books for that she wrote, like, and that's, like, based on that book. So oh, very it's a cool. really good adaptation of the novel. That one stands out to me a lot because it was kind of, like, the first, like, uh, uh, the first kind of, like, anime movie that I was really, like, exposed to. Yeah. I watched it with, like, a girlfriend in high school when I was, like, 15. I was, like, and, I mean, I'd seen, like, uh, I'd seen, like, plenty of, like, cartoons and even, like, even, like, a little bit of an- anime, like, Dragon Ball Z, but it was just, like, this is like this is like a whole like new like level of this kind of art for art. Oh form. yeah, especially like if you're into stuff like not to take away from like the art of like stuff like Dragon Ball Z, but like yeah. dead ass Ghibli is like the freaking Disney of mm-hmm. like Japan, oh, like yeah, for, for sure. real. So it's just like a whole different level like production for mm-hmm. sure. So yeah, I feel that man. Yeah, so good. I know. It's <laughs> uh, There's a couple things do, like, that um, yeah those... yeah Christian yeah. Christian Bale in that movie, very good choice. There's like, yeah, they always have like, there's always at least like one or two in each dub that they do that you're like, holy shit, how'd they get, how'd they yeah. get them in that? <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton and oh uh, Princess Mononoke. Oh my God. <laughs> Cracks I did me not, up. I did not realize that, but yeah. that's, that's incredible. <laughs> the monk or whatever. So yeah. good. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, I love Princess Mononoke. But yeah, I mean, it's just cool. Like, and it's definitely like. We came out in the 60s. Ghibli's is just like a whole like different beast though. Like. Mm-hmm. Super fuck with that. And I definitely, like, there's things that I've been wanting to program for a while. So, like, um, I'm hoping this year I get to program some more stuff here at Tower, like, show some more anime, because I have some stuff definitely, like, in mind that I want to show. Mm-hmm. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, Pokemon, the first movie. God yes. bless you guys for oh. bringing this yes. up. Oh, yes, of course. Like, you said what? It was like, what What did you watch? As, like Iconic. And yeah. Do you watch it? Did you guys watch it in the theater? It, oh, yeah. I watched that at Oh, I watched yeah. it at kick, uh, kick, Kicking Bird up in Edmond. I, oh, still, I still remember it. Just a little, just a little child. Yeah, it's a Kicking yeah. Bird, baby. Oh, yeah. Dude, if you didn't cry when Ash turned to stone, bro, Pikachu shocking him? Yeah, that was like. Right here, man. I know. Right here. I was like crying so much <laughs> that like my mom was going to take me out of the fucking theater. <laughs> <laughs> bro, lose your, like, calm your shit down. <laughs> it, was, it was great. I love that. I'm Dude, still crying. Me too. Couldn't be fucked with in that movie, though. I mean, yeah, he was true. a shit. Mm-hmm. Oh god. We watched it. Uh, it came back out like so that Fathom Vince did a thing where they mm-hmm. they showed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, where they show. And so we went to watch Tinsel Town, like me and a, me and a friend of mine, and it was just insane to see like a bunch of people our age going to watch a Pokemon <laughs> movie. <laughs> I think the Pokemon the nostalgia thing. The, though, the, the man. Pokemon yeah. demographic is now. Oh yeah, it runs the game. Like my oh, nephew's yeah. into it. <clears throat> But, like, you know, the funny thing about it is, like, growing up, I had this done to me by adults where, I, like, they would see something that I was into or, like, some show that I liked, and they'd be like, that's stupid, dude. Yeah. And now my nephew likes the same thing that I like. Yeah. But I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Why do we need an ice cream cone Pokemon, bro? Like, yeah, you know, some shit like that. And so I'm like, man, I've become what I hated the most in life. But it's just funny because, like, it just, it's like a generational thing. You know what I mean? It's like. He's in the exact into the same exact thing as me, but because it's different, I'm like that's stupid. Like, <laughs> I'm a Gen Oneer. Yeah, which I a, man, give me a Charles. I kind of am. Like, I'm a I could do some Gen Two, but man, Gen One's like my jam. Yeah. Now I played hard through Gold and Silver. Right on. Yeah, uh, was, but then I took I, a little. Yeah, I took a little bit of a took a little bit of a break because I didn't have the didn't have like those middle generation hand, handhelds. Yeah, right had on. the Game Boy Advance and like Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald were like. Yeah, I'm playing through gold right now. Um, So I just restarted it. Uh, I'm playing through gold and I'm playing through yellow of the the original. Have you played the 
Pokemon Let's Go for the Switch. Nah, man. How it's, is is that tight or it's, what? It's, it's yeah. Really, it's a lot it's, of fun. It's really fun. That's cool. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I have to fuck around and turn into like a game review it. podcast real quick. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it looks cool, man. Like I've been, I've been, I'm kind of a bitch. Like I've been saying that I want to get a switch, but <laughs> like kind of a bitch. I can't like shell out, bro. I'm too cheap. But my I birthday's coming up, so I'm telling. I might tell my 10. wife to like get it. Flock of pigs is a switch band. <laughs> <laughs> Defining it every time. We're a subs band. Yeah. <laughs> We're a switch band. You have, to, you have to let you have to let the people know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> let the fans out there know, baby. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I think it's cool. Like, you guys definitely have like this amalgamation of style, you know, meeting in the in the band, and so obviously, like, you would have like influence from different places. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to ask you guys, like, individually, like, what was like the type of stuff that you you would listen to, like, growing up, like some bands that stuck out to you growing up. It's a thinker. It's a thinker. I don't know. I don't know. I like to tell people that the first. Um, I think the first album I ever bought was by uh, Reliant, Reliant K. Oh shit! So uh, uh, shout out to Reliant K. Yes, yeah. yeah shout what out. was it? Mm-hmm, um, yeah, I think. Yeah, yes. I, I think so. That's the one we did. I like that album. <laughs> oh yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, that was what? I did listen to that episode. Yeah. That was you. Okay. Yeah, that was me. Hi. I have listened because uh, I remember like uh, Alex cracked my shit up because like halfway through I think he thought you guys were talking about like Hawk Nelson or something, <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck did he start talking about Hawk Nelson out of left field? It's but yeah, man, Reliant yeah. K was. Were you like a church kid or something? Um, I was a little bit growing up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Sorry. He's no, like, bitch. No, we had a, we had a very interesting. We had like a very interesting youth group. There was like a maybe about ten or twelve of us. Right. And probably like, around half of us were like, not totally sure like how yeah, into half we in, were. Half out. But we were like, it was like a good group of people. Like we enjoyed like hanging out with them. Like you're like, I'm here for the free pizza. Um, yeah, I'm mean, gonna like talk to you guys about like what's going on in my life. What's like right what's on. going on? Like we're friend, like we're friends and all. No, I feel that. Yeah. Uh, and there was like a guy. Um, there was a guy in that group who's about three years older than us. Who like, um, he was like giving us like the records that he was listening to like in high school when we were like. We were like 14, 15, we were like 14, we we're like 14 years old. Right. This is like, this is amazing. We were listening to like, uh, I like got, uh, got like really into indie rock, like, like back, back around then. So we we're listening to like, uh, like he was showing us like postal service and all, oh, that, right. and all that. Yeah. All that, that, all, that all that kind of stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Shout out to Ben Gibbard. Oh yeah. I always tell it of like, uh, I've only ever been to South by Southwest once, mm-hmm. but I was walking down the street and I remember, um, hearing like someone that sounded i was like man i'm doing some death cab mm-hmm. and then uh get closer and it's like dang that really sounds like ben gibbard and then it's like walked up i was like i think that's ben gibbard and so to this day i'm like was that ben gibbard or not like it looks ju- it looked just like him sounded just like him so i'm like holy shit and so to this day i'm like Dude, it had to be him. South yeah. by Southwest. That kind of magic shit happens down there. Yeah. Like you'll just walk around and like a- random people would be like playing on the corner and you're like, what? No, he doesn't have he doesn't have like a super distinctive like white guy vibe. So I could see <laughs> I could see like I could see someone being a uh, a Ben Gifford impersonator like reasonable <laughs> reasonably easily. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, yeah, I uh man, I love I love Death Cab for sure when I was in high school. So oh, yeah. I feel you on the on the postal service vibes for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, my friends and I were like really, really into indie music, indie music for a long time, and then just like as we started going through high school, I like, started picking up more like hip hop and metal type of stuff. Oh, cool! Um, getting, kind of getting a little bit of everything. Oh yeah, and then I, um, uh, I played in a hip hop band for uh, about two years when I was in college uh, Very before cool, Flock man. of Pigs. Still bass. Yes. Cool. Now it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was called Dare, Dare We Say Pioneers. Oh, okay. Uh, I was playing like a, I was playing like double bass in the hip hop band. That's badass, yeah. dude. It was fun. It was <laughs> that a is bu- badass. It was a bunch of fun. That's very cool, man. Yeah. Why was it? What was like? What was kind of your experience, man? Like, did you listen <laughs> to just like whatever was was on, or did you, like buddies like have a heavy influence on you, or what? Well, so I have, I have an older brother. He's but he was but he's like way older. He's like twenty five years older than me. Shit. So 25 years older than you? Yes. Son of a bitch. So like my mom, so like I grew up as a single parent and my mom listened to country music. So like she would always only be listening to like country or gospel. Right. Um, 
so but like during the summers I would go out and stay with my brother in California like when I from like from when I was five six on every summer um and he listened to I guess like like rancid operation ivy like punk right like that's what they listen to so not country not country so like (laughs) and then so what's really interesting is like i don't know so this is they the the band lit yeah yeah so gene my older brother is actually friends with the guitarist and like the singer in that band before they came up with that before they had that 1999 album yeah so like they used to be a hardcore band before that. Really? And that's how he f- sold them because they oh, were a hardcore shit. band. They had an album called Tripping the Light Fantastic. Anyways, they were a hardcore band. And then they their record made them switch to like alternative. Yeah, and they, put they out went the a little poppy. And then they got famous. Right. Um, so when that happened, I was like, you know, like seven, six, seven, I think, whenever like they were, they were playing shows and like my there was there there's like some i think it was like a san diego state fair that they're playing at um and yeah i don't know why i'm talking about this but anyways <laughs> my brother influenced my music in that band why it's all lit at I the san diego lit, state fair i saw in lit, approximately year 2000 it was so lit anyways <laughs> but all for that joke all, all the that. whole setup that. for that joke but no so like i was influenced heavily by that so like it i was like trying to rebel against my mom's like because i never was into the country music because it was you know, like small town so i was like that's what everyone listened and to. i just like hated it and then like around around you know 2003 2004 five ish i'm starting to like break into the internet and then i discover it like it went downhill from it all there. went downhill <laughs> from there i started to get into like kind of like the post hardcore stuff so like you speak my language. Seosin with Anthony Green, dude. Anthony Green's my guy. Dude, Anthony oh Green gosh. is my guy. My, just, my guy. I'll, I'll oh just, my god. I'll just bow. I'll just bow out of this interview for the next twenty minutes. He's so like, so why I can talk about Anthony Green? Listen, Circus Survive. So I'm saying, get out. Get out. That's my song, dude. Okay, listen. So I found Circus Survive when I was like in sixth grade or some peace, grade. Patrick. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, for real though. Like I'm still here. Um, no, like, <laughs> no. If I can talk about Circa, dude. Circa survivors. Like, you don't fuck with Circa, though. So, like, so I have to give them some they're time. Like my, they're like my favorite band, and I've been into them <laughs> know, since yeah, I was like in. No, six I'm not. Compl- I'm not complaining about Circa at all. At all. At all. Why it's just. Why it's just a super fan. Yeah, I'm just a super yeah. fan. He's a stan. So I'm. I'm a Circa Survive stan. Um, definitely had that kind of deep influence on me. Like at a transformative time in my life. Yeah, I mean that's like, that's Turner a big time, out. dude. Like, and I was, and I didn't really even know what I was listening to at the time, I feel like. So I was like, what is this madness? Um, but yeah, so just since middle school, just like have stuck with Circus Revive. And I finally got to see them when I got to college. Right on. Um, Very cool. And got to meet Anthony Green. I, so since, <laughs> since college, I've met him like seven times. Oh, I feel you. Um, That's funny. Whenever Seosin came through OKC, I was in like the front and Anthony like tossed me the mic and I got to finish one of the songs. That's fucking tight. It was so Holy lit. shit. Um, and yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Badger's so. like, we heard the story. <laughs> I'm just but no, so like that's not all my music influence. So like, no, I, that's cool though. I mean, I get you. It's it's like, like, it is an impactful it came, time. It came, for sure. it came from that, but I, de- I diversified a lot whenever, you know, came to college, like started to listen to like more, um, more, more genres met people like Patrick who listened to more music who could enlighten me in that way so it's very good no I mean it is cool because yeah. like you know the band itself like having like drawing for so many influences and it seems like you guys individually kind of found like yourselves like I like this thing but let me go listen to like completely opposite of this <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know if that's just like a through line for your band or what, but like you guys are like, are we like do so many different genres. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. You gotta get a little You're variety. a genre band. Yeah, you gotta, a little, gotta get, a, get a little bit of variety in there. Keep yeah. things, keep things, keep things spicy. Yeah, <laughs> keep it spicy. Uh, yeah. 
No, I was um, I was like huge into the Flaming Lips growing up. Oh, right. Uh, just like being like cool. a being like an OKC like Edmund kid. Right. I think I've seen them like nine to, like nine to, nine times. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. I'm only, I saw them once. I uh, saw them at a show uh, with Kings Leon mm-hmm. and Built to Spill. Yeah. It was like that Oklahoma mm-hmm. re- uh, tornado relief. So Kings Leon's my guys. Like that's like my. I think I've talked about them probably every episode, but. So those are my dudes, but like, um, getting to see them, getting to see the Flaming Lips was pretty cool. Just because like mm-hmm. I'd never seen them before, but I've always heard like they put on like a bananas yeah, like show, huge, yeah, huge like Which theatrical crazy stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's very cool. Uh, so you guys said you're also into stuff like my morning jacket. So that's like mm-hmm. super into like you, uh, Patrick. You'd say you kind of got into like more like the indie type stuff. Is that kind of yeah. where that comes from? Yeah. Isn't he coming here? Isn't yeah, he he's coming, coming to the tower. Okay, so John coming? James is that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, J- uh, Jim James. Jim, Jim James. James. Yeah. I knew it was two name, two oh, first names. That's no. a really cool show. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's a cool get, man. That's a yeah. very cool get. No, I haven't listened to the. Uh, I haven't listened to the album he's touring on right now, but his last one is like um, Regions of Light and Sounds of God. Right, the very solo stuff. You mean? Yeah, very interesting. Uh, no, I got like a. Um, uh, I saw my uh, I saw my morning jacket for the first time at Bonnaroo in like 2011, I think it was, and like they were playing this like late afternoon set, and like the sun like starts coming down in the middle of one of their songs, and they're like, like the guitar is going crazy, and I was like, this is fucking like, vibes, dude. I was like, this is awesome. Like I want to do this. Like I want to do this like as many times as I can. No man, no. I felt that like you, you really do like people talk about it, but when you experience it and like. There really is like such an emotional connection with music mm-hmm. that like you can't get. It's just like euphoric, because like that happened to me. Like a similar experience is when I saw Kings Leon. Like I, mm-hmm. we randomly was able were able to get like upgraded to like right like on the floor, but like on the gate right in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. And like uh, there's a song that they uh, play called Cold De- Cold Desert, and uh, they played that song, and it's like a real like long like anthemic song and like just like the ambiance and like the lights and like being right there front and center was like holy shit this is like a religious experience mm-hmm. so i think it's just something to say man like music can connect and you know bring out emotions in you like in a way that i don't, I don't think many other things can so like i feel you yeah and especially uh, especially like live experiences when you get like like thousands of people there that are like all like sort of like feeling the same thing that right. you are like like projecting themselves mm-hmm. like on on like on onto the stage like that and if you can get a if you can get like a band like a band that's like kind of like giving its all in a venue like it's a super special experience yeah well this shit's Love crazy it. for sure man sure that's yeah. how you felt when you saw Anthony Green every time I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, that's how we feel on stage yeah. that's how we feel on stage sometimes yeah I mean I would we try to be like that a, would be cool man we try to be like a we try to be like a super like like a super energetic like band that like makes like a show or like a spectacle that like people will like remember well people like people like re- will like remember and like really like experience. Right. Yep. I mean, people obviously do, man, cuz like seriously like when I talk to people about like local bands or like bands like based in Oklahoma, um everyone always says Flock of Pigs. I'm like, "God damn, I got to talk to these guys." <laughs> yeah. I need to make it out to shows what I need to do. God damn it. Yeah. Or but music fest. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Um, some So you guys kind of, you know, cited some other people too that was like, you know, it goes from like Circus, Fi- Circus Survive to like My Morning Jacket to like Kendrick Lamar even, Frank Ocean type stuff. Yeah. Um, was that something you guys like organically got into as well or was that more of like when you came together as a band you started branching out finding stuff like that? Um, um, like, I don't know. I was for like, and we definitely. Well, you um, say you played with a rap band before. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we were kind of all like into those artists, like pretty like yeah. separately. Like we kind of um, mm-hmm. like we all kind of like brought. Um, that was something we kind of all brought to the table. Uh, but definitely, like Frank Ocean has been kind of like an enduring kind of like yes. fingerprint. What finger, a creative yeah. guy, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. such a creative guy. No, no, he's got a big fingerprint on uh, our lead singer Joe. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Yes. Likes yeah, likes him a lot. We'll do. Um, um, we'll do super rich. Uh, we'll super do super rich kids sometimes at shows, um, especially if like we, we have technical difficulties and like somebody needs to step out. Like it's a song that we can like 
just like two, like <laughs> we need to fall like, back on this real quick. Yeah, just yeah, <laughs> just like two or three of us can play it together. Like uh, it's happened a couple of times where like our, our guitar player will like break strings and they're like, okay, oh, well, shit, yeah. okay, well, shit, we need we need some we need something to fill five minutes now. That's not us standing around like doing nothing. So yeah. like Wyatt and I will just play that song. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. That's very yeah. cool. Um, no, yeah, it's like you know, it's like that through line of like you guys being in so many different things. Like alternative rock, even like hip hop, like R and B type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, free flow and like, is it like free flow jazz that you guys are into, or, like, or just like jazz at, like, at large, or what? Um, I don't know. I mean, I I, um, I, I played jazz for a few years. Um, uh, when I was in high school, I was uh, I was playing bass in one of the um, in one of the jazz lab bands up uh, up at UCO. And so we just like started doing like um, a lot more like kind of a kind of like traditional like straightforward jazz like there like it's hard to be like too like free flowing when you're playing in like a like a 25 person ensemble right uh, <laughs> yeah fair enough uh, but when I, uh, when I started listening on my own like I started listening to like a little more like a little more free flowing kind of experimental stuff like like I mean obviously like my like Miles Davis and that kind of stuff um, but I don't know I mean like the old like the old like classic jazz still like still always hangs. Around. Hangs around, hangs around with me. Right. I don't know what it is about like bass guys and being in the jazz. Cause that's like interesting. I, my buddy, Mike Allen mm-hmm. plays the bass yeah. for the yeah, Mike. and man, he loves jazz. Like mm-hmm. I've learned so much about jazz just from him. Like telling me about like modal jazz and like, check out this guy, check out these other, like these other dudes are, like are doing just like different shit. And so it's interesting, man. And it's cool to see like, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. Like people are influenced by music and have a connection mm-hmm. to music. So, um, one person I was lucky enough to have on the show, uh, before, uh, his name is Jim Lang. Mm. Uh, he composed the music for, uh, Hey Arnold mm. and he is That's very awesome. much into wow. jazz. And so, you know, we're working, I'm actually working with him and Mike on an episode, um, about jazz. Mm-hmm. And so just cause like, it's not something that I'm specifically like, like that I grew up with or that I know a lot about, but it's something that I'm interested in learning about because it's like, you know, like the first great American uh, art form mm-hmm. like style of music. And so it's just cool to see like, you know, and he was so heavily influenced by jazz and then you really hear it in his work. And so that's just interesting to me that, you know, and like I said before, that's just like seems to be like the through line of you guys' bands. Like you guys are into so many different things. <laughs> and the way that you bring stuff together and kind of like make your own new thing. Like that that stuff is like interesting to me. So that like that's like how I knew like I needed to have you guys on and like uh like talk to you about like kinda like what you guys are into, like and what influences you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. but I mean uh, you guys are uh pretty plugged in, so like you know some other bands like that maybe you've gigged with and stuff and like that, you know, around like town and stuff like that. So why don't you talk mm-hmm. about like, I know you guys know Don and like his band yeah. is of course now breaking up, but yeah, R. you R. said you like, you like that and like me, oh my stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, talk about that. Like the, I guess like the scene, like uh, bands that you guys maybe played with or that you've like been like trying to gig with stuff like that. Yeah. And I first, uh, uh, I first played with Bolsey like back in like, back in like 2015 and uh, in a, uh, in a different band that was, that I, that I was in, um, uh, kind of more like experimental kind of like, dan- like, uh, dance, uh, more kind of like dance focused kind of project. And it's like the first time I saw them, it was just like totally blown away. Like these guys are doing something that these, uh, these guys are doing something that like most of the other people I've seen around the city, like just don't touch. Um, I don't know in the singing, we, it's an interesting, we, it's an we, interesting place. Yeah. Like I mean, there's definitely a, some people that are kind of like, going out there like like trying to get after it yeah for um, sure. um like the guys in um uh there's a band called uh johnny, johnny manchild, manchild and the, uh, and the poor bastards. bastards cool man yeah yeah we, we played with them we played with them at a house back when we were still playing house shows we played with them at a, at a house at a house party um mm-hmm. we really liked um Zoot Suit. Oh, Zoot Suit. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Tim yeah. Tim Burgess, right? Yeah, Tim Burgess. Yeah, we another were, memorial kid. Yeah, there you go. We, <laughs> yeah. We um, were we were buddies with Zoot Suit. They, they were our homies. Yeah, yeah he did. R. I mean, that's, Zoot Suit. Yeah, that was a little bit ago. Because then he was in Trash TV after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ronnie. Um, uh, ben, uh, ben, um, uh, our guitar player, um, 
he was in a band called uh, Transit Message. Yeah, with the tra- yeah, the Transit Message with yeah. Tim for a couple and of I years. And Winter High School. Yeah, yeah so that's that. how we gonna. Oh yeah, shit! We are, yeah, yeah, we all kind of circle. Yeah, that's yeah. how we've been circling circle back. With, yeah, we've been circling back with them for for <laughs> for a little while. Cool guys, man. Yeah, I remember yeah. them in high school. Like, there's uh, two big bands in high school, or three big bands in high school when I was at Memorial. It's like the Transit Message. Uh, there's one called So Far Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know So and Far then, Good. Yeah, and then um, uh, Arbor Chase. Mm-hmm. It's like Tyler Garcia and those guys. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and um, all those guys, you know, so far good. Oh yeah, yeah. What the, the fuck. Yeah, I knew. Man, I, I, I forgot. <laughs> I keep yeah. forgetting, man. Yeah, I just said it. Now I know all the Eldridges. Yeah, shout out to um, those dudes. One yeah. dude's like, uh, the like was like the tour manager for Moon Taxi or mm-hmm. something crazy. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the oldest. Was it yeah. Matt? Yeah, it's the oldest one, Matt. Yeah, we graduated the same year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I played. Uh, uh, I played with them for a little while when I was in uh, when I was in jazz band in Memorial. That's um, very cool. And we like the. Um, my boy yeah. Patrick is always in the pocket, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, that guy's a monster. He's pretty cool, man. Oh, yeah. I'm a, specifically a monster on the drums, not in yeah. real life. No. <laughs> that guy's an animal. <laughs> no, but the, uh, he beats his wife. Um, oh, man. He doesn't. I was, no. That was a joke. What? Um, the um, uh, the second youngest one, uh, Jonathan, uh, he did... Uh, he yeah. did uh, 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 I let's, can't talk right now. Let's go... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he did all the animations for a music video we put out last year. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Man, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a. It's I like, didn't even know there was another Eldridge. Yeah. I only know those two guys. Um, there's a. There's an even further Eldridge who plays Shit. in a band. Uh, uh, <laughs> an even further Eldridge. Yeah. Yes. Well. Um, he plays in a band called Twigs, based here in Oklahoma oh, City. Yeah. There's an Eldridge in that band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no Twigs. Yeah, he plays drums. Yeah. Yeah, Jack, Oklahoma Jack. City is like the worst case Sprinkles of like everyone you know knows everyone you yeah. know type of thing. There are that's cool though, man. Like no. there, there are two. There are two even further Eldridges, but they uh, <laughs> they're not musical as far as I know. I like, so how many goddamn can, people are in this family? We can exclude. <laughs> we can uh, exclude them from the discussion. Wow, that's cool, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out to so far good, dude. I remember they had a song called "Treading Water." I was super into. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, Arbor Chase, I mentioned earlier, those guys are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, um, I was actually like, so I was like, had this idea. I'm like notorious about <laughs> texting my friends at like 1 a.m. when I have an idea for something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, they'll text me in the morning. But like, I had this idea one uh, one night, it was like real late. And I was like, man, I want to put together an episode. Because I've done like these musical episodes where like, almost like radio show style type mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And so I had a guy, another composer named Jim Venable. I had him on the show and he like randomly sent me a bunch of music. Like, um, <coughs> like, uh, it was like demos of, uh, music he worked on. So he did music for like, uh, Powerpuff Girls and Samurai Jack and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. And so he just like, was like, I was like, can you send me some music? Like, it'd be cool to like cut yeah, some stuff right. into the episode. And he sent me like this big like catalog of music, and I was mm. like, "What the fuck?" And so he sent me enough stuff where I was like, "Man, I could put together like some sort of like radio show style, or radio style show, mm-hmm. um, where we like kind of introduce the clips and talk about them." And like, it was cool because he would kind of show the progression. Some of it was just like uh, ideas that he had that kind of became the theme, and he kind of pick stuff out and be like, "Oh shit!" Like mm-hmm. I see where he like expanded upon that idea, and that made its way into like the actual final theme. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. But like I had that idea to do something like similar, but with like bands that I was like super into when I was in high school. And so I talked to Tyler a while back and he sent me like, yeah, I'm sure it was bizarre for him. Cause I was like, yeah, when I start like get the idea, I'm like sending everyone like, cause I had like five songs off the bat that I like, I know I want these five songs. So I'm like messaging people like, One's like Arliss Moon and the Stars. I don't know if you ever heard of those guys. Uh, one was Arbor Chase. Mm-hmm. One was a, a band called Hush Hush Commotion. Yeah, uh, I remember that one. You're still Niagara. That's my shit. And so I was just like messaging these guys at like 1 a.m. Like, hey, I'm, I host a show. Like, can you send me this music? Yeah. So like I'm planning on putting together like this, uh, this like episode where it's like bands that were like, like big to me, maybe like a mini episode of like, hey, these yeah. are like some the, some of the bands that I was into when I was like growing up. 
Yeah. And so I love doing like different kind of stuff like that, especially yeah. when it's like cool, like bands that are like from where you're from where you grow up, man. And, like yeah. it's yeah. super dope, and it's cool that like so many people are doing like yeah. doing things. And when I uh, when I was younger, I was uh, I was like super obsessed with a band called The Non. Yeah, dude, shout yeah. out to The Non. Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, I don't know, I must have seen them. I don't know, I must have seen them like ten times. Like when they're I was, great. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're really good, and, and uh, they're in great stuff now. Um, I haven't listened to them. Are they still doing stuff together as uh, The Non? No. Okay, I was um, like, <gasps> but they're in like. Um, uh, they're on like horse thief and husbands and a bunch of oh, other, like uh, kind of and a bunch up. of other and gotcha. yeah, bunch of other, a bunch of other stuff now. I remember seeing the non with a band called ooh, what are they called? I do not remember what they're called right now, but I saw them and they opened for. I'm pretty sure they opened for a band that I was into at the time called Valencia mm-hmm. from Philadelphia. Those guys mm-hmm. are fucking rip, man. But they opened. And I'm pretty sure it was the non that was there, but, um, yeah, man, those guys just like fucking kill it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the non for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm were, trying to think of like other bands like that when I was growing up. That yeah. I was like into, um, they were like the band that I was like wanted to make it. Oh, right. And like, I thought they were like, I, like, I thought their music was awesome. I thought they were so cool. And they like, like they like went to my high school. Like I vaguely like, like I, like I knew, like I knew like who these people were. Yeah. Was that Alberto? Did he do the drums for them? Um, I don't I think so. No, went it to was Memorial, um, I um, it was uh, Mac. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, Mac Hawkins. I think. Okay. I think he was the one that didn't go to didn't get didn't go to Memorial. Okay, because I remember there was a guy that I went to Memorial with. And his brother is was the drummer for Horse Thief, so I don't know mm-hmm. if that was the same guy or not. Ah, no. But no, man, that's cool. Is there like other bands that maybe you guys like maybe haven't played with, but you're just like a fan of? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, I kind of put um, you on the spot, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, um, we like like Montu and Count Two Two. Yeah, Mon- okay. Count Two Two. Yeah, I've been interesting bands doing things like. Cool. Uh, yeah, I've been. Really cool. I'm trying to think of ones that I've heard of like a bunch of like random ones like lately that I wanted to check out. We've always thought about Bungalowski, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we know a couple of the guys in Bungalowski, but they're not super active anymore. Oh, gotcha. That's always a bummer, too, when you, like, like a band and something, and then they're not doing anything anymore, and you're like, oh, get back together, y'all. Helter Skelter, they're pretty, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we like them. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I would always see, like, Helen Kelter Skelter playing, and then, like, John Calvin Abney. Mm Mm-hmm. They would always be kind of like the people in the Gazette. Like you'd always see they'd have shows coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Like in the Park in Norman or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the Red Brick Bar. You have like Skating Polly and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Us, us Norman bands have, yeah, to, the Norman have, to, have to stick together, <laughs> I guess. No, yeah, man, for sure. Hey, I really appreciate you guys coming through and like talking to me about like anime and like everything in between, like music anime like all that stuff Dude. yeah we had a good time yeah why don't you tell people where they can like follow you guys on social media like follow the band like what you guys have coming up stuff like that well um you should definitely follow us on social media we're um at flock of pigs on all the all the platforms you can find us on instagram instagram facebook uh, twitter um, twitter snapchat yeah. we still yeah. have snapchat get them nudes yeah it's still it's it's not active but it can be if you yeah. add us <laughs> yeah, if we get a hundred Snapchat followers, we'll 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 leak release we'll, we'll, news. So, we'll leak so some news. Time out though. Time out though. We were <laughs> we were playing shows when you could purchase Snapchat. Yeah, we could location snap, yeah. filters. Oh, like, right, right, right. And people yeah. could make snap filters. Yeah, with like we used to buy the geo. We used to buy the geotags. Geotags. All the time. Yeah. We used to buy geotags That's on hilarious. Snapchat. That was like what we were doing when we Check first you guys started. Out. Fucking digital marketers. I know. Yeah. Rip and piece that. Yeah. Ripping pepperoni. Yeah, that's the thing about being in a band is you don't get you don't just get to you don't just get to play the instruments and get off stage. Oh, you gotta yeah, do, you gotta do you gotta all do the, the whole shit. thing. It's you gotta great. do some promo- you gotta do some promotions. Mm-hmm. You gotta get the people out to the show on March 29th at the oh, Rabbit shit. Hole up in Tulsa. So the natural segues. Very nice. Uh, but done. definitely like um <laughs> if people want to get like the, the flock of like pigs the one hundred percent like flock of pigs like experience, yes. like come see us at Norman Music Festival. Um, when we is that like, again? Um, uh, uh, it's April twenty fifth to uh, April twenty fifth to twenty seventh uh, right down on. in Norman. 
you guys know where you're playing yet? Yeah, or like we're what time? playing yes. Saturday at 11 p.m. on the Opolis outdoor stage. Very cool. So it'll be right after the headliner. You'll know we're playing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, go see Beach Fossils. That's Fossil. all you're going to say. Yeah. Yes. Go see Beach Fossils and then follow the signs to Flock of Pigs. <laughs> you'll and, uh, know. You'll, yeah. Something will be going down. Now we had a huge, yeah. and you'll know. We had a huge party at Norman Music Festival last year, and we're Very like, cool. Going to do like yeah. at least three times that this oh, year. Oh, yeah. We're going to go. That's awesome, man. We're going to do it go, last year. We're going to go very, very hard. You got to do your year. thing, man. Yeah. Um, um, you guys want to like plug your social at all or anything, like individually? Oh, Are yeah, you? sure. Um, my my social is, my, my Twitter is Wyatt Solo in the Weeds. Um, if you know the song Barracuda by heart, you're lying solo in the weeds. <laughs> it's just like that, except for with Wyatt. You're Wyatt solo in the weeds. Yes. On Twitter. <laughs> um, and if you want to find me on, uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at, uh, at sad underscore tornado. And there's a, uh, Oklahoma-based sad content there sometimes. Oh, shit. And that's awesome. And memes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I love those, like, uh, people are so creative with, like, the accounts, man. Because, like, I had a friend that did a, uh, it was, like, a Harry Potter erotica. <laughs> I was like, that is fucking amazing. Yeah. And so that was pretty funny. But I'm, I'm turned on. <laughs> I'm fully erect. Yes. Erect. Well, thanks again, guys. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media, Tunes Tunes Podcast. That's T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you find your podcast. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.